0: tuning in to Overcomers Church podcast today. We hope these messages encourage, build and strengthen your walk in the Lord. Enjoy the message. Father God, we thank you that you are a good Father, a faithful God and uh, Lord uh, that uh, you are not uh, a God that when we want to Communicate with you you 're not God who turns a, a deaf ear or turns away from us, but Lord you want to you you are you created us to communicate with us. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord, that this morning, even as we, as I speak, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you release the very, uh, Lord, oracles of heaven, and Father, I pray that that you touch every heart, prepare every heart, and Lord, that this word will, uh, Lord, help us to walk into the freedom and walk into the place of being able to clearly hear you for our lives, for our families, for everything that we do, Lord, that. Lord, that we will see the importance of hearing you and uh, the uh, Lord, how that is going to help us, Lord, grow into who you have called us to be in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so uh, Pastor Mitch spoke about uh, last week about association, atmosphere, and availability. All right, the people we hang around, the atmosphere we create. All right. And also the uh, our availability for God to be able to communicate with us. All right. And uh, and uh, our, our base scripture for this uh, series is uh, John chapter 10, verse 27. It says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they what? Follow me. All right. Can we can we read together? One, two, three. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Alright, so see the importance there is listen. Alright, listen. Alright, my sheep listen to my voice. Alright, sometimes we can get too preoccupied that we don't take time to listen. Alright, that we think, alright, but anyway, I'll, 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 I'll catch a bit of that. I don't want to go ahead of myself. Alright, and uh, so uh, it's important to listen. Tell your neighbor, it's, tell your neighbor, listen. Don't do anything else. Listen. All right. Don't do anything else. Listen. So today we are going to be talking about barriers to hearing God. All right. What are some barriers to hearing God? All right. There are four key barriers uh, that are going to talk. I mean, there are a few more barriers, but we are going to uh, look at four key barriers that uh, hinder us from hearing God. All right. The closer we get to God, the better we can hear him. Alright, the closer you get to somebody, the better you can hear him. Now let's say somebody's trying to communicate some, something while you are in, in, in a bit of a chaotic place. Let's say a, a good 138 bus that is full. all right, a one three, eight bus or a 176 bus that is really full, and you know all these things and the bus music going on or the bus TV going on. and you want to talk to somebody and want to tell somebody next to you.? Um, how would you do that? All right, you would either have to really scream so that the person can hear, or you get closer to that person, or you get closer to that person and, and tell them so that they can hear it clearly. Alright. So the closer you get to God, the the clear, the more clearly you can hear him. Is that right? Yeah? So so it's important for us to get closer to God. Alright. Uh, for example, like um, you know, uh, s- signals on our phone. Now, now now reception is much better. All right, uh, on mobile uh, service providers because now you get towers everywhere. But you know, you go to some place and you 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 say, uh, "I want to get a four G connection. I want to get a four G internet connection." And uh, and so they say, "Sir, where where are you located?" And so then they will tell you, "Sir, you are not in a location where our tower covers that uh, area. So I'm sorry, we cannot provide you a four G connection." All right, and so 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 if you are closer to a tower or in the range of that tower all right they can pro- provide you the internet service that you need with good clear uh, internet speed all right or else or as you are going to watch this 5 minute vi- youtube video and you're watching it for the next 20 minutes all right and uh, so you don't want to be doing that all right so the, the 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 reception the your reception area is very important you got to make sure that you're in the right area Alright, to be able to get the reception. Alright, if you go out of that coverage area, then you don't have reception. And therefore, you don't get calls. You know, people are saying, I'm trying to call you, Pastor. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm traveling to Vaunia. It's like, okay, but so you know, there, there are some areas in, you know, you're going and there is signals. And then there's some areas, no signals. Like you're calling, hello, uh, uh, you're saying, and then no, no response from the other side. you're like, oh, no signals. All right? And so so you've got to be in the area where there is coverage. So, in the same way, for us to hear God, we've got to be in that area of coverage. All right? For you to hear God's voice, you've got to be in an area where there is coverage. If there's no coverage, then there's no hearing God. Amen? All right? So, Satan's objective is, all right, Satan works there now. How many of you know Satan works there now? 24 7, 365. He does not take a break. He loves working. He loves working. And he loves to get us working. Right? He loves to make, make us workaholics. Alright. And uh, you know. I, you know I'm, I can be drawn towards that area. You know my wife keeps reminding me. That we, I shouldn't be going there. All right? Satan wants to keep us. You know uh, Satan's objective is. To get us further away from God. So that we cannot hear God. His objective is to get us further away and away and away from God so that we can't hear God. So he works day and night to get you as far away from God. So that you're wondering, God, I heard you yesterday. I'm not hearing you today. Like, I'm not hearing you. I heard you one month ago. I'm not hearing you today. Or We're like, uh, you know, it's exactly one year since we had our, our first revival camp or the Overcomers Church youth camp. For today, it's been one year and, uh, you know, uh, you know, you can say, God, I heard you amazingly. You were like, whoa, I heard you so clearly last year at youth camp. But now it's like, God, do you even exist? All right, God, you don't exist. And so, so what has happened? Satan has pushed us further and further and further away so that we are not in that reception area so that we can hear God's voice. Alright, so where are you standing today? Alright, you don't have a relationship with anybody you don't talk to. Alright? Like you don't have a friendship or a relationship with somebody you don't talk to. It's like you don't go to a random person and say, Hi Machang, how are you doing? You know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. How is how is things at home? You know, yeah, how's your how's your brother? Yeah, is he is he yeah? And it's like, do I even know you? Uh, do you, like? Do you like go up to random people on the road and just talk about family and you know you introduce yourself? Uh, you know, not no, not even introduce yourself. You like you don't introduce yourself to a friend, right? So you don't walk up to some random person and and do that. So in the same way, sometimes we we are like you know we are like that. Uh, we are like that with God. You know, God comes to talk to us and we are like, uh, do I do I know you? Or sometimes we go to talk to God and God is like. I think I knew you from last year, at, you were at the youth camp, right? Uh, after that, what happened to you? You went missing. You know, you know, things like that. So, so if you don't have a relationship with somebody, you, sorry, you don't have a relationship with somebody you don't talk to. All right. So, it's important that you talk. Turn to your neighbor and say talk, not during the service. All right, not during the service. All right, talk after service. All right. We have to remove the barriers and position ourselves to hear God. You know, Satan puts barriers for us to not to be able to hear God. So we got we to uh, remove those barriers and position ourselves to hear God. We got to come into the area where there is clear reception so that we can hear the voice of God. Amen. All right. God created us to communicate with him. God created us to communicate with him. Do you know that? Yeah, God created us to communicate with him. That's why, you know, when, when, uh, you know, he communicated daily with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. He communicated with them. He spoke with them daily, daily, daily. He came to meet with them. He came to meet with them. And that's why when they, when they sinned and when they, when they ate whatever the fruit was, we can argue with whatever the fruit was. You know, there was a pastor, he said, it's a mango that he ate. All right. Some say apple, some say mango. You know, whatever fruit you like to eat, think they ate that fruit. Okay. All right. And so, so that way we don't have to go to the argument. We can, once you get to heaven, we can, we can, you know, sort that out with God. Alright? So, uh, so when, when, when they ate from the forbidden tree, what did, what did Adam and Eve do? They what? They hid. They hid. Alright, so God created us to communicate. And then God came to Adam and Eve and said, why are you hiding from me? Why are you hiding from me? What, what, what? Like I just came to talk to you. Why are you hiding from me? Like how many of us do that, right? When we do something wrong, and we like we come to come. Like let, let's say we did something wrong on Saturday. We know we did something wrong on Saturday. You come on Sunday to church, and you're all like, and like, the worship team is like on fire. Amanda is like on fire, and all these things. And we are like, Father, I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry. I, I, I should repent, God. I should God cleanse my heart. You know, we can't even worship, cause, cause why? We we, we don't want to communicate with somebody that we've disappointed. You don't want to communicate with somebody you disappointed, All right? Now we, uh, a f- hot, hot example. Yesterday there was a bit of a heated situation at home, and uh, I kind of lost my. I don't know. I like this is a good example of hearing God. So I was on the bed, and Shalim was teaching Leandra. And I was taking a nap before we came for the evening prayer. And I was, I taught Leandra in the morning. And uh Charlene said, Are you sure you did? You are you sure she got it? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, she did. I I got her to say it over and over again, and she said it. I was like, Okay. And uh, so I I I I heard Charlotte, I was just I was just just waking up, 4:15. I was waking up to come for the prayer, and I heard Charlene Le- like. What is wrong with you? You, know, you this is it's so easy, I make it so easy. And you know, she gave a bit of a, a shot for Leandra and all that, and trying to get Leandro to study this singer. Okay. And so this voice told me, Don't get up and go to the hall. <laughs> Alright? This voice told me, Don't get up and go to the hall. And I was like, I I still stayed on the bed. Then I heard Charlene giving the second shot, and I was like, Dude, That means I didn't do my job right in the morning. All right, because if she didn't, if she doesn't know what I thought in the morning that I thought she thought she knew in the morning, if she's not, if she like signs has to, you know, do it over and over again with her, i was like, that's even that I've not done my job properly. All right, so I got, I got kind of, you know, and so I was like, this voice told me again, don't go to the hall. And I was like, no, I'm going to the hall. And I'm like, I went there and I lost it and I and I, you know, gave Leandra one or two shots that I shouldn't have. All right, and I and I lost it, and I lost my anger. I shouted at Leon, I shouted at Charlene. I was like, "What is the meaning of this?" That's all she has to do. All she has to do is study. At least she can not do this. And I was like, oh, "It's whole thing, whole thing." I was like, and I was like, and then I went to the room. And now I have my daughter that I have to say sorry to. First of all, God to say sorry to. I have my daughter. I have my wife that I have to say sorry to, and my mother-in-law as well, because my mother-in-law was right there too. And so I'm like, God, why couldn't I just stay on that bed? See, it's important to hear the voice of God. Sometimes you can be in the reception area, but you still refuse to listen to what you're told to do. All right. And so then, you know, and then it's becoming 4.30 and I'm on the bed and I'm like, Charlie's not coming to the room. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to the hall and I'm like, I'm I'm like, am I to ask her? Shall we go for prayer? And then this voice told me, don't ask her. (laughs) This voice told me, don't ask her. All right. All right. It told me, don't ask her. (laughs) And uh, so, and then she obviously, she had some work too, school work. And I saw her doing the school work. And so before I approached her, the voice told me, go talk to (laughs) Leandra. All right. So, you know, anyway. Long story short, anyway, blah blah blah. And it was a very awkward evening, night, morning. All right, then we had to go out, then I we had to I had to come back. We had to go out for dinner for something. We had to go out for dinner and then Mother was there and I'm like, oh gosh. I'm like, you know, I gave her a hug and I said, "I'm sorry, auntie, for how I behaved. I'm, I'm really sorry." Okay, 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 okay. She's watching. She's not watching. She's not watching. <laughs> She's not watching it. <laughs> uh, okay. I said, "Auntie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry." You know, I, I, the, this is just, just one, just one thing I had to do was not get up on the bed and go to the hall. Let Charlene deal with Lenra. That's all I had to do. Just say, just say, aim into that and stay on the bed. Just get ready. You know, and get ready and come out, and once whenever Shalim was done, just let's let's go for prayer. That's all I had to do. But what did I do? I did not listen to the voice. Alright? And so sometimes, you know, there are consequences when you don't listen to the voice of God. There are consequences to listen when you don't listen to the voice of God. And it can be hard consequences. Alright? It can be hard. Because you gotta deal with a lot of things. You're like, oh God, why? You know. Just another good example. Like, how many of you traveled in bus when I mean, going to school and all this stuff going bus? All right, yeah. And how many of you have had that experience? Like, you 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 know you you know you're smart, right? You know the time that you can go catch that bus, uh, that you can get right. 7:25 you can be in school or 7:35. 7:30 7.30 school starts, five minutes grace. 7:35 you can be in school, and then this bus comes. That's that's crowded, and you say, I know I don't want to get into this bus. Why don't you want to get into the bus? Because it's crowded. Makes sense, right? But there's a voice inside of you that says, get into this bus. Like, why would I want to get into a crowded bus? I'll wait for the next bus. Because if all the people got into this bus, obviously the next bus is not going to be so crowded, right? Smart smart thinking, right? And so so you don't get into the bus. And and also then then you think the other bus will go fast. and, And so, okay, because... You know, to get the crowd, he'll go fast. And so you wait for the next bus. You get into the next bus that comes, which is almost as crowded. And so now you don't, because you, you know now time is running out. So you get into the bus. And you have like one, two, three, four buses passing by. And you're like, <laughs> why didn't I get into that first bus? Alright, and then you get go, go late to school and you get pulled up and all those things, detention and all those things. But anyway, so it's important, you know, God God wants to talk to us, even the little little things, the simple things, God wants to talk to us. God is always talking to us. God is always communicating with us because that's that's who He is. He loves talking to His children. You know, as parents, we love talking to our children. Alright, and in the same way, God loves talking to us. Amen? Alright, so four things, I'm just going to go through the four things. That four barriers that, that um, you know, four barriers for us here is to stop us from hearing God. All right. The first thing is, okay, they put the four points there. All right. Sin and immorality, unforgiveness, pride and fear are the four points that we are going to cover today. All right. So that we are going to look at the first thing, sin or immorality. All right. have your bibles with me turn to second samuel chapter 12 verse 1 to 7 all right sin or immorality all right second samuel chapter 12 verse 1 to 7 then the lord said to then the lord sent nathan to david and he came to him and said to him there were two men in one city a rich one and a poor and the other poor The rich man had exceedingly many flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing except one little, how do you pronounce that? Ew lamb, all right, which which he had bought and nourished, and it grew up together with him and with his children. It ate of his own food and drank of his own cup and lay in his bosom. And it was like a daughter to him, a tra- and a traveler came to the rich man, who refused to take his own flock and from his own herd to prepare one for the for the wayfaring man who had come to see him, who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it. I'm, this is this is a bit of a longer story. I'm reading the bit of the whole story. Okay, I can. So bear with me. He took the poor man's lamp and prepared it for the man who had come to see him. So David, so David's anger was greatly aroused against this man. Now Nathan comes and tells this story about a rich man and a poor man. And this rich man had everything. But this poor man had one little lamb that he was le- taking care of. And he loved and he treasured so much. And he was like so fond of this little lamb. And then this, then, then this uh, you know, a visitor comes to see, visit the rich man. And the rich man having all his flock, having all his herd and everything. He says, you know what? I want that poor man's little lamb to prepare a meal for this visitor that has come to my house. All right? Okay, cool. Now this has nothing to do with hearing God. Okay, Now this part has to do with hearing God. Alright. So David's anger grew greatly against the man. And he said to Nathan the prophet, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this shall surely die. And he shall restore fourfold for the lamb. Because he did this thing and because he had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, wow, read this. Alright. You are the man," thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. "I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you from this hand of Saul." Now you must be wondering, what has this story to do with hearing God? This has everything to do with hearing God. If you read the chapter before this, it talks about when uh, David sent Uriah. Did I pronounce that right? All right, to battle. and made sure that he was sent to the to the front line of the battle. So that he can die. So that he would die. So that he can marry Bathsheba. Alright. So that's exactly what Nathan is talking about here. See when, when sin comes. And the Lord confronts you with sin. It makes you numb to sin. Nathan was numb to the sin that he had done. He could not understand that Nathan was talking about him. And sometimes... When we sin, when God confronts us, when God shows us, we're like, wow, God, those people are so wicked. Those people are so sinful. Those people, God should, God should curse those people. And little do we realize that God is talking about us. Alright, sin blocks us from hearing God. Now, when Nathan was confronting David, he had no idea that Nathan was talking about him. David had no idea that God was talking about, God was confronting the sin that David had done just a few days or whatever ago. Sin blocks us from hearing God. Because of the guilt, we become numb to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. We become numb to the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And so, even though David was. David was confronted with it. he was like, "God, who is this wicked man who do such a dirty thing in, in plain language who is this who is this dirty man who does do such a dirty thing when he has so much of things when he has so much of luck just take a poor man's one one lamp that the poor man had and that's exactly and, and, and Nathan says that's exactly what you did David that's exactly what you did and this man This rich man is you, the king of Israel. And the poor man is Uriah. And sometimes, you know, sin causes us to distance ourselves from God. Just like Adam and Eve. It causes us to distance ourselves from God. You know, and and like I said, the less we can hear God's voice. You are in this room right now. The PA system is working quite well. All right? And you can hear me clearly. But but if you walk out of this room, you still hear me, but much less clarity. You'll walk out of the building, you'll still hear, but much even less clarity. You walk down the lane, you might hear a little bit here and there, like when we scream, when we ah, when we do that, you might hear that, ah, kawari, riddana, you know, you might, you might ask, something is happening in the church. Something, some, maybe somebody, some devil is being cast out or something like that. You, know, you, don't, you have no idea. But we're just we, are, we are just sharing the word. But you feel like, oh, when they scream, you know, just there's no clarity. And when you walk down the lane, like when you go to the top of the lane, you, you hear nothing. And so that's what sin does to us. It, it blocks us from hearing the voice of God because it pushes us away further and further and further away from God. Alright? So here, here, here this example of David is like David was like who did this? Until you know Nathan had to hit him with a hammer and say you did this. You did this. And sometimes we can, we can be caught up so much in sin we're like I don't even know I'm sinning. How many of you, how many of you have been through that? Like you sin, but you like I have no idea I'm sinning. Who, me sin no no I didn't sin yeah but you did this that's not sin then what is sin like somebody else when they do it it's sin All right so we can get numb to sin sorry we can get numb to the voice of God when we sin immorality All right Psalms Psalm 66 verse 18 it says if I regret iniquity sorry if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. So when you have sin, it's not only you become numb towards God, God does not hear you. Because sin and God does not go together. Alright, Matthew chapter 27 verse, uh, verse 46. Okay, now Jesus at the last time, at the last moment, when he was just about to, you know, lose his breath, he says, all right, he says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? All right, now Jesus, why did? when did Jesus say this? This was the moment that Jesus took the sin of you and I upon himself. And so when sin comes upon, when sin came upon Jesus, even his own father could not look at him. So even Jesus said, Father, why have you forsaken me? And so sometimes we are wondering, God, why have you forsaken me? God, why? 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 What have I done, God? Why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you giving me answers? Why aren't you making this thing clear for me? Why can't I hear your voice? You've got to check your heart. You've got to check your heart. Amen. You got to check your heart. Turn to your neighbor and say, check your heart. All right. Because sin will make you numb to the voice of God. Sin will make you numb to the voice of God. Second thing, unforgiveness. Wow. We don't have to deal with that here. No, no way. In Jesus' name, no way. All right, Mark chapter 11, verse 25 says, And wherever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Matthew 24, sorry, the earlier one was Mark 11, Mark 11, 25. Second verse is Matthew 5, verse 23 and 24. It says, Therefore, if you bring a gift to the altar, all right, and there... Remember that your brother has something against you. Leave the gift before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then offer your gift. All right, so, so for God, the most important thing is not the show. The show is not important to God. The heart is important to God. Sometimes we are all taken up with the show, right? We're all taken up with the lights. We're all taken up with the fancy, all those things, you know, the latest LED screens and all these things. We are taken up with the show. But God is not taken up with the show. God is taken up with the heart. All right. And and when you have unforgiveness against somebody, the Lord says, you know what? First, before you bring anything to me, I love everything that you want to bring for me. I love it. I'm not, I'm not disregarding it. But you know what? Before you bring that to me, go sort it out with your brother. Go sort it out with your sister. Because that's the most important thing. Because if you don't sort out that, then there's going to be a hindrance between you and me. There's going to be a gap between you and me. So sort that out so that I can come closer to you and you can come closer to me. Alright? So unforgiveness... All right. God wants us to put our hearts right with others before we come to him. Unforgiveness blocks our relationship with God. Relationship means communication. All right, relationship means communication. And when you don't when you don't when when your when your relationship with God is communicated because of unforgiveness when your relationship with God is blocked because of unforgiveness, all right? That stops your communication with God. So sometimes we are wondering, I, I didn't, I didn't do any sin. I don't have any moral issues. I don't have, I don't. I'm not addicted. I'm not. I don't have any sin. You know, I'm accountable about my life and all these things. And you're wondering, you're still not hearing God the way you need to be hearing God. Satan wants your communication with God to be broken. So unforgiveness hinders your relationship with God and therefore because your relationship is hindered with God your communication is broken with God amen you know I I came into I came into ministry I wouldn't say I came into ministry when I was uh, 19 years old but I I came as as a confused person uh, to serve in the church as a 19 year old all right uh, I I woke up one day and I knew that I needed to quit my job because it was not working like it there's no satisfaction at all. It's like no satisfaction at all. And I called up Mitch one day, Pastor Mitch one day. You know, he was not Pastor Mitch then. He was youth leader, youth leader Mitch. All right. And uh, I called him up and said, I want to leave my job. He said, You know, can I come and work in the church? Can I come and work in youth ministry? And we were like, it's like, uh, yeah, let's give it six months and see. And he, that was a big conversation and all that stuff. Before that, it was not that easy. Okay. So anyway. I came in and I was like, you know what, God, I want to do this. And one year, two, one and a half years down the line, and I'm like, still, there's no clarity into what I need to be doing in my life. There's no clarity. You know, there was a, was a Good Friday service and we were watching The Passion of the Christ and I was at the mixer at Pastor Heron's house. The service was there, all right? And uh, they were showing the m- movie Passion of the Christ and I was at the mixer at the back of the uh, hall I'm like bawling out and crying. I'm crying. I'm like, this is the second time I'm watching this movie. Why am I crying like this? And I can't stop myself from crying. And I'm crying and I'm crying and I'm crying and I'm crying. I'm feeling embarrassed. And Auntie Mel comes up to me. Pastor Melanie comes up to me. She says, you know, she, she, she doesn't beat around the bush. If you know her long enough, she doesn't beat around the bush. She's like, she gives me a hug. And she says, you need to forgive your father. I'm like I thought I did like last year I gave I forgave my father she's like no you need to forgive your father I'm like how do I forgive my father if I've forgiven him once she's like you just need to forgive your father <laughs> and uh you know I I remember you know I prayed and all that stuff and uh you know I I uh called up my dad one day and uh, I spoke to him and, uh, you know, I, I didn't have the, the guts that I needed to have to say it the way I needed to say it. But I said something the way I could have said it. And, uh, you know, before that, there was, a, there was a long preparation of my heart in, in, in telling my dad what I needed to tell him. And there was a lot of things that I had to write down, deal with, forgive him, and all those things. Because I couldn't do it in person with him. I didn't have the strength to do that. But I remember one month after I did that, it was a prophetic word that was given over my life that brought so much clarity into my life that I knew what I was supposed to do. And I know that I, I'm doing today what the Lord has called me to do. And I know for sure I'm doing what the Lord has chosen me to do. All right, And, and one and a half years, almost two years it took me to hear God's voice clearly i hear, heard God's voice there were prophetic words and all that given before that but there was nothing specific that i knew like there's some things that you he, when you hear it you know this is what i needed to hear yeah you know like you've heard like you've you've heard 150 words people have prayed 150,000 things over you prophesied so many things over you but there's one thing when you hear it you know this is what i was wanting to hear and that was a moment that i had like that was like a this is what i wanted to hear moment After I chose to forgive my dad. Alright. And so unforgiveness blocks you from hearing God. Alright. So the first thing is what? That blocks you? What's the first thing? Sin. Second thing is? Unforgiveness. And the third thing is? Not a problem. Pride. It's not a problem. Alright. right. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 15. It says, While while it is said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not, hard, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. Okay. Now this is talking about, you know, how, how the Israelites rebelled against God once they came out of Egypt. How they hardened their hearts, and they were like, God, you know, they they, they thought of themselves. You know, they 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 thought that they can figure things out. They thought that they don't need God, or they were like, you know, uh, they were like, "I we don't need God, we we you know we don't need to hear God." You know, that's why you know when they, when Moses went to hear God, he up to the mountain, and they were they were getting impatient to hear God, and they were like, you know what, we can't, we don't have time to hear God. Let's let's build this calf, and let's let's put all our gold and everything that we have, all all this gold, and build this calf, and let's let's listen to the calf. All right, let's listen to the calf because we like Moses is not coming. It's like we can't be bothered hearing God. We got to hear God. We got to hear a calf at least. Now we need to hear now. All right, you know, I we can do this ourselves. You know, we don't need God to direct us to the promised land. We were brought out of Egypt. Now we can go to the promised land. All right. So sometimes we can be like, I don't need God. I don't need to hear God. I I know, Pastor. I know this is what. This is what it says. You know, you read the newspapers. Today, you watch the news today. You know, this is, what, this is the job I need to be doing, Pastor. This is the course I need to be taking. This is this is, this is is the person I need to get married to, Pastor. Jesus. Jesus didn't even speak to me, but I know this is the person. Alright? And so, you're like, I, I don't need to hear God. I don't need to hear God for my direction, for my life. I don't need to hear God for my future. I don't need to hear God. It's, it's you know... My personal life is my life pastor God and me God, God doesn't even need to get into my personal life no pastor like, he can tell me what to do and you know pray and all this things. personal life is my life you know personal life is my life like God doesn't need to with my personal life especially the you know the church and all that they definitely don't need to be into my personal life so you know so we are like you know I don't I don't need to hear God I don't need God to poke his fingers into my life you know, I, I can do this myself. I've, uh, you know, we can tell ourselves, you know, I've come this journey, I've come so far, I've made it, I've, I've been through this, I've been through hell, I've been through that, I've been through this, I've been through that, I've been through accidents, I've been through all these things. I can do it. Just like Nike says, just do it. All right, We, we feel like, just do it. You know, there was a bag yesterday at, uh, you know, we went out for dinner and there was a bag, nice Nike bag. And it was just lying there by the couch. And we were like, you know, I was saying, Duke, Duke, that's a nice Nike bag. Let's take it. And he's like, just do it. Pastor, just do it. That's what he says. I'm like, just do it. Just take it and go. All right. But we didn't do that. Okay. We didn't do that. <laughs> we didn't do that. All right. See, uh, see the story of Samson. You know, Samson, he, he knew that he, he knew what his strength was. But Delilah came and enticed him and enticed him and enticed him. He held on to He held on to it. He held on to he it. And then she said, why are you doing this to me, Samson? Tell me. Tell me what it is. Where is your strength? And she was like, oh, I can't, you know, wait without telling you. Because, you know, you know, if this, yeah, is, you know, he would have thought to himself, you know, if this, yeah, is cut off, you know, it's going to grow anyway. You know, I've been, I've been, you know, killing all these people like killing flies, you know, it's not going to be a big deal. Just this, you know, you know, even if the, hair is cut off or whatever things happen, you know, I can, I can figure this out. All right. And so sometimes, you know, how many of us have been in the place like, I can figure this out. You know, God, God, I, I don't have time to hear God, right, man? Like, we don't have like, and I'm just saying, I'm just saying. All right. And, like, we don't have time, like, God, if you're speaking, speak now or ever hold your peace. All right. God, if you're speaking, speak now or forever hold your peace. Because you know what? I need to get on with my life. I need to get on with my life. I have things to do. I have people—not uh, people to get married to, but a person to get married to. I have. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I have. I have children to make. I have land to buy. I have. You know, before I die, I have to see my grandchildren. You know, I. I. I wish I could be a great grandfather one day. You know, I have. I have so many plans, God. This job, I need to buy this car. You know, I want to travel. I know this bucket list. You know, I want to do the uh, Lord of the Kings tour in uh, Lord of the Kings. They Lord of the Rings tour. All right. <laughs> Lord of the Rings Tour in New Zealand and all these things. You know, all these things that you want to do. It's like, God, I don't have time. Because if you want to talk to me, can you like hurry up? Can you like get your act together and hurry up? All right? Because I don't have time. And if God delays, you know what? I'll figure it out. If God delays, I'll figure it out. So so pride can be a hindrance. Because pride, what does pride say? Pride says, I can do it. Pride says, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. You can do this. You can do all things through you who strengthens yourself. That's what pride says. You can do all things through you who gives you strength. Like there's nobody greater than me. And my inner strength, the vibes, the energy that I have inside of me is greater. And so, And so pride tells tells us, you don't need to hear God. You don't need to hear God for direction. You don't need to hear God for for what you need to be doing in your life. Pride tells you, you can do it yourself. And when when you listen to, I can do it myself, you stop, you you put a barrier over your ears and say, God, you know what? You missed your time to talk to me. I've moved on with my life. You missed your opportunity to talk to me. You missed your opportunity to lead me. You missed your opportunity to direct me. Because I got to move on. So let's move on to the next point. Alright. Fear. Hearing God is rooted in faith. Fourth point is fear. Alright. Hearing God is rooted in faith. Faith and fear cannot coexist. Therefore fear cripples our faith. And if we allow fear to overtake. It pushes faith aside. All right. What does fear? Do fear pushes faith aside. Now I'm I'm not going to read this whole story. But if you you know if you want to take notes, uh, one Kings chapter nineteen, verse two and f- two to four. All right, talks about it. Talks about how um, Elijah runs away from Jezebel. All right. Now this is after once again. You know, just like uh, you know, this is this is just after the, the moment that he had a great victory over the prophets of Baal. All right, he had a great victory over the prophets of Baal, and then he's—he's—you know—he's—he's he's, he's heard God, and he's prophesied, and he's—and he's—and you know, he's had victory over these prophets of Baal, and then suddenly somebody comes and says, you know, this—this this Jezebel is going to kill you. Then he says, "Oh my God, I need to run." It's like, dude, if you heard God just a little while ago, how come you can't hear God now? All right, so. When fear overtook, his faith got crippled. When fear overtook him, you know, I'll just read the, the last, last line. Here, and he prayed and he said he might die. And he said, it is enough. Now, Lord, take my life or I am no better than my father's. I'll just read the verse uh, line before that. But he, he himself went A day's journey into the wilderness, and it came, and he came and sat down under the 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 broom tree, and he prayed. Is that the broom tree? Yeah. Yeah, all right. And he prayed and he said he might and he prayed that he might die. All right, here after Elijah having such a great victory, he says he prayed that he might die. What happened to his faith? What happened to the mighty prophet that that defeated the prophets of Baal? what happened to that mighty man of god suddenly because this one woman says i'm going to kill you he says god take my life away all right elijah has oh, okay all right fear fear has a way of speaking louder than the truth when you entertain it all right we all we all have fears right we all have fears and it's, it's just emotion we all have fears all right we have fears of cockroaches how many of you have fears of cockroaches how many have fears of lizards, spiders? Man, this is overcomers, just need to pray for us. Alright. Alright. And all right. we all have fears, and that's just a natural thing. But, but when we entertain fear, what fear does is it, 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 it cripples our faith. Fear has a way of speaking louder than the truth when you entertain it. Alright, we are, we are afraid. It is, when we are afraid, it is difficult to discern the voice of God. Alright, it is difficult to discern the voice we are sorry. It is difficult to discern the voice we are hearing when you are afraid. It is difficult to discern the voice you are hearing. How many of you have got scared and you've got numb, like, like you, like? I remember, I remember one of my uncles. You know, he um, he had a tragic death. I, I was seated, I was seated like on my mom's lap, and he was seated on the on the edge, edge of the wall. There was a ledge. And, uh, you know, he was seated and, um, you know, he just, he just got up and he went back to make himself more comfortable. And uh, all, all we saw was his just leg going up and this was the third floor of a building of, of our house. And all we saw was, and like everybody around, it's like they want to do something, but they knew that he's fallen. And like everybody was like, by the time we decided to do something, he had already fallen. And obviously, you know, it was it was very tragic. And what I'm saying is, like, we were all like, we were all like numb in that situation. We were all, we were all like, God, what is happening? What is happening? What is what just happened? What just happened? What just happened? And and so, when 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 fear comes, it is it's difficult for us to react, act. Faith is faith is just crushed when fear comes in. It is difficult for us to discern the voice the right voices you know when fear comes in you like you listen to the first voice that's comforting the first voice that is of hope you listen to it and sometimes that first voice of hope might not be the voice of god and you feel like it is it is the voice that i needed to hear and you listen to it and you take and you take and you and you react to it and you and you entertain it and then suddenly you realize why do you even listen to this voice? Because you were not able to discern because faith was crippled because of your fear. But if you overcome fear, we are able to hear God's voice in our lives. Alright? So the four things, once again, ladies and gentlemen, first thing is sin blocks us from hearing the voice of God. Unforgiveness blocks us From hearing the voice of God, pride blocks us. From hearing the voice of God, fear blocks us. From hearing the voice of God. All right, few more barriers. I just want or hindrances. Just want to just run through it. You know, doubt, wrong teachings, false false doctrines. Being distracted or too busy for God. Shame. Keeps us from accepting our true position as children of God. So because of that, because of shame, we can't hear the voice of God because we, don't, we, don't, we, we, we find it hard for us to believe that we are worthy of hearing the voice of God. Listening to people rather than God can be some of the other hindrances from us hearing the voice of God. So this morning, we're just going to take some time to you know, just declare... That these barriers over our lives you know how many of you say you know i have some of these barriers in my life you know some things that i have to deal with over and over again these these, these are not things that you can say you prayed over it once and it's gone these are things that keep occurring over and over and over again and these are things that you got to deal with over and over and over again in your life and this morning we just want to we just want to stand with you as a church because we want we believe that when we hear the voice of god we are going to be all that God wants us to be. You know, God does not want us to be unsuccessful. How many of you think God's think want, God wants you to be unsuccessful? God wants you to be successful. So the more you hear the voice of God, the more you can walk into the success that God has for you. The more you hear the voice of God, you can walk into the promises that God has for you. Satan has promises for your life. Satan has a plan for your life. Are you, going to, are you going to listen to the voice of God or are you going to numb yourself to the voice of God and listen to another voice.